1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharys, and the lay round quarterback. And as always, I am joined by the loveliest co-host in all the land, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy?
0: It's very nice of you. Um, well, I have. I hope that you have recovered from the uh, Jay Cutler tilt. I. I am in recovery i'm actually we're brought i'm broadcasting from the local emergency room
1: yeah so yes i i just got out earlier today so that's good i had to publish my 15 transactions column that's the only reason why i got out i wrote it from the emergency room
0: you had to voice type it with one of those <laughs> one of those devices right
1: yeah yeah oh my gosh there has never been a more meaningless touchdown in football that mattered more to me in my entire life
0: I uh, yes i that was you know it was it was uh so we're talking about cutlers w- late fourth quarter touchdown. Right? Yeah. I
1: mean, no, like it, it was, it was so at one point, so I was following it. I wasn't watching it. I was just following what was going on. Cause I had other games on TV and Jake. So, so the, the dolphins were driving down the field and it was meaningless. It was all garbage time. They get to like the 16 yard line. There's like a five yard pass or something. They could have just run clock, but they decided to call a timeout at one point to stop the clock. And that allowed them to run a couple extra plays or another, or an extra play. And yeah. in at the end, he threw a really bad pass to Devontae Parker that almost hit the ground. I don't know if you saw the replay. Almost hit the ground. Devontae Parker kind of scooped it up. He scored the touchdown. And as a result, Jay Cutler was not Nick Foles in week three.
0: Just just barely. He you know, going into the week, he did feel a little Folesish, I'd say just because it's Cutler on the road and and whatnot. I mean, I hope that not everybody used Cutler, but my mentions said that everybody used Cutler. So yeah,
1: I mean the thing with Jay Cutler, it seems like every time we use him, it's he 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 does poorly, and then every time we don't, he like and you know when he's in a bad matchup, he ends up performing. That's just the way that Jay Cutler's been throughout his career for the most part. I, I haven't even looked at yeah. splits. This is all intuition and feeling, but like it just mm-hmm. seems like that's the way that it is. But by the way, guys, spoiler alert: we're streaming Jay Cutler this week.
0: So, yeah, so, you know, prepare your hospital bed. I actually, uh, and and people will will hear this in the tilt montage at the end of the show today, Um, I went on a short nature walk um, about halfway through that Jets-Dolphins game because uh, I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal with my Twitter mentions and the fact, I mean, I wasn't watching the game, I was watching Red Zone, but every time, every time they would cut to the Dolphins game, it would be, you know, Cutler getting sacked, Cutler throwing it you know, five yards downfield into the dirt, basically. And <clears throat> it was just no good news, just everything bad. So I left the house, and I went and I walked around in this little patch of woods we have nearby um, until I calmed down. I would recommend that to the people who are prone to megatill on Sundays.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that the, the wooded area is now nicknamed Cutler Forest. That's, that's where oh that's, that's where you go to, to tilt after well, it was, every game.
0: You, they named it Cutler Forest after they heard a strange man shirtless screaming cutler, cutler. <laughs> right, right. Uh, right. But then, this
1: was years ago too. This was not just this past weekend.
0: Yeah, this was two thousand thirteen, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do I do wanna mention that we uh before we get into the rest of the show, um, that we don't have ads, but here is a pseudo ad for our our Patreon account. Um, I said that right, right, JJ?
1: Yes, you did, Denny. Pat-
0: Patreon? Patreon? Patreon, yes. Does anyone know how to say it? Patreon, okay. Uh, so we we set that up last week. Uh, we have 29 uh, good listeners who have contributed nice amounts, like $2.69 or $5.69 or just $0.69. That's So, large. yeah, it was, it's extremely nice. Um, and so we appreciate it. Uh, but you can find that on the Living the Stream uh, Twitter page, and any contribution is welcome. We will be ad-free if that works out, so thank you.
1: Yes, really appreciate it. And we won't necessarily use Patreon as our ad, either. We're just doing it now so that you guys know that it exists. Oh,
0: yeah, no, no. We're we're not going to interrupt the show 15 times, uh, but that's only because JJ won't let me.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, Denny. So week three, not terrible. The Jay Cutler uh, tilt was probably the, the worst part by far. Uh, on defense, we had the Eagles uh, against the Giants. They were looking really good to start that game. Um, there was a slight downgrade because they had a lot of injuries. To the secondary, they only scored four points. Wasn't going to crush you. I mean, I played Baltimore in some leagues, so mm-hmm. Philly was definitely better than Baltimore. Uh, mm-hmm. Green Bay was another defense that we talked about. They ended up scoring six points. So not a great week for defenses, but I think coming off of two straight I – mean, this is just regression, right? Like we're just right. – we're kind of evening things out here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, already talked about Jay Cutler. He ended up with 11.7 points, which, guys, that's that's a lot better than what it could have been. A lot mm-hmm. better. It could mm-hmm. have been disastrous. So oh, hopefully yeah. you, you didn't lose your matchup necessarily because of Cutler. Uh, we also had Deshaun Kaiser as a deep play. He ended up scoring 22 fantasy points. He was actually the best quarterback streamer last week. Also had Josh McCown as a deep play, even deeper than Kaiser. He he almost scored 15 points. And mm-hmm. then on Monday night, Denny, Monday night, people hated that I liked having fun on Twitter about this. They did. People hate people hate when. By, by the way, can I just get this out of the way right now, Denny? Yeah, that, yeah, go ahead. That when I when I send gifts like when I, when I send gifts of Carson Palmer. Doing that, I mean, on on Michael Scott or Dwight's head or whoever it was uh, in, in the stairwell from the office with with Carson Palmer's head on there. When I do things like that, I'm not I'm not touting myself. I'm I'm literally having fun with a situation that's supposed to be fun. And
0: and why else do we do this? Why why right. why, why why? Not Expans- like
1: sports, right? Like wh- why can't I have fun and then why can't I crush myself too? It, it's a it's a it's it's not as if I'm simply going out there and saying, look at me, look at me. I streamed Carson Palmer. I'm, I'm not only that, I even, I even, at the beginning of the game, sent a tweet that said, who streamed Carson Palmer? Raise your hand. And I had that little baby putting his hand up in the air. It was, it was, <laughs> it was before the game even started. It was just fun. It's, it's, to, it's a community. It's to get people engaged. And it's to have fun while we all tilt Carson Palmer. Yeah, exactly. And
0: the day before, you said, well, luckily, we uh, have Carson Palmer to look forward to. And the asterisk, uh, shit. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's self-deprecation. It's funny gifts. It's Twitter. Hello. Like the domain of having fun online. So, uh, I think what happens is any, anybody who ever attempts to be serious with something as you have done successfully with fantasy football, um, can never for some to some people can never stray from that seriousness okay so once you establish that lane in your in, in as your reputation anytime that you get outside of that and say funny part Carson Palmer tweet saying hi to the haters then people lose <laughs> their minds and yeah. that, that's not that's not fair and also it's
1: why I'm never serious about
0: anything <laughs> yeah
1: honestly it's it's mind blowing to me that i mean it's the same thing with like the baby tron stuff Like guys, I'm I'm talking about Babytron because right now on ProFootballReference.com, if you go look up Kenny Galladay's page, his nickname on that page is Babytron, and I'm the first person to ever talk about Babytron. Of course, I'm gonna have fun with that. It's amazing. It's fun.
0: It is so amazing, and you've actually been modest on the Babytron thing. If it were me, <laughs> it, people people would be so sick of it; that they would never out of the word again. I mean, if I'm if I'm tuning into ESPN to watch major personalities talk about Babytron, Babytron, the thing that I made. Oh, my God. I would be rubbing it in people's faces so bad. You, you've, you've been modest.
1: Thank you, Denny. Thank you. But Carson Palmer did score 21.7 fantasy points, uh, so he was a, a fringe QB1. He was either QB12 or QB13, because so it was a pretty good week for quarterbacks in general. Uh, tight end, we kind of kicked ass. We had Charles Clay, who had 15.9 points, Jared Cook, who had 14.3 points, Ben Watson, who had 10.2 points, because all three of those tight ends scored a touchdown this week. Uh, we did talk about Ed Dixon as a deep play, Ed Dixon can be dropped. He's not very good. Honestly, honestly, the 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 problem with that offense is that Cam Newton is the second best quarterback in that offense.
0: As as someone on this show as, has said, like
1: guys, Denny has been head of the curve with Cam Newton for like six years since he entered the league. It's, I have to it's say that
0: I, yeah, I have to say that 2015 was a rough time for me, as as Cam Newton was the runaway QB one. Inexplicably, but um,
1: uh, the time has come to to sign Joe Webb again at least. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it was a rough year for me too because the first like four weeks of the season, everyone was like Cam's MVP, Cam's MVP, and like his numbers weren't even good then. And I'm like, no. why is Cam MVP? So then I wrote an article that said Cam's not MVP, and then Cam Newton literally was was otherworldly I, mean, I remember he, he played out of his mind and it didn't make any sense and i'm like like cool timing jj that was that really yeah i remember
0: well. like right right after that article his his deep ball completion percentage like spiked to some unnatural level yeah, for right. like for like seven straight games
1: we may never see more of an anomaly of a season than that cam newton 2015 season
0: it was so so outside his regular passing
1: stance. it's just it's just silly just silly. Um, so we also tweeted out, Denny. You ta- talked about a deep streamer with Julius Thomas. You sent that out. He had four point six points. And then we talked about Vernon Davis as someone who can uh, slot in if Jordan Reed was out. Vernon Davis is like basically better than Jordan Reed right now <laughs> because jo- Jordan Reed, jo- Jordan Reed has has an injury on every part of his body. Like people, right. people forget that Jordan Reed can't move right now.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I I was let's put it this way, as someone who owns who has Reed in in the LTS league and then a couple other leagues, I was happy that he was out and I could just put in Vernon Davis because I'm much more confident at this point that Davis w- will produce.
1: That's exactly how I feel. I have I have Reed in a couple leagues and I'm just like just give me Vernon Davis. It's a lot easier.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so that'll do it for week three. Week three not so bad. I'll give us like a a B minus maybe C plus ish. Yeah. I'll go with the B minus. Okay, I mean, yeah. you know, B minus is, is good. I think you're like, probably right. Let's give ourselves if week one and two were a's, then this was a B minus.
0: Yeah. That's my grade point average in college. So yeah. I, I, that's good.
1: So, all right, guys, we will get to defenses. I should, I said guys instead of Denny, but Denny, why don't you talk? <laughs> hey, Hey guys, why don't you talk about the, uh, a defense that people can stream this week?
0: I'm, I'm not going to talk about our pay, our Patreon account. That's what I'm not going to do. <laughs> um, Oh, God, where is it? Oh, my notes. My notes escaped me for a second. Denny has notes, guys. I I have so many notes. I have notes to make notes. I have the best notes. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't know what just happened. Uh, Okay, so the the defense that I prefer, I'm going to talk about two. I'm going to start with the Packers because they're the ones that I would prefer over the other one I'm going to talk about. Um, They're at home against the Bears, a touchdown favorite uh, on Thursday Night Football. They are at home, right? Yes. Yes, they yeah, are. They're at home. And so I guess the 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 short of it is that hopefully um, this game goes in a way that puts Glennon in a uh, bad in a you know a negative game script that allows Green Bay pass rushers to tee off and then hopefully the secondary to um, you know create turnovers. Um, so I think there is potential. I I I do I like Green Bay's uh, ceiling here. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that they're just a, a floor play. And so I know a lot of you grabbed the Packers defense off waivers last week. Uh, I did in a couple weeks. So I'm just stick, I'm sticking with them.
1: Yeah. I like the Packers this week too. Um, another defense I like is Jacksonville. Uh, we know that they have great personnel. They've looked awesome. Now in two weeks, week one, they looked great last week. They looked amazing against the Ravens. Now they face the jets. We know the jets aren't very good. Every team against the jets so far, every defense has scored at least 5 fantasy points, each team has gotten a sack and each team has gotten at least one turnover. So there's a very high floor for Jacksonville this week and what's going to be a low scoring game. I think Jacksonville's a great add off the waiver wire too.
0: Yeah, they could become like something of an every every week.
1: Yeah, I mean they're start. strong. If they had yeah. any sort of offense, like if you felt good about Blake Bortles week in and week out, Jacksonville, that that team in general would be so good.
0: Oh God, four touchdowns from Bortles. I'm, i I have him on my Scott Fishball team and he was on the bench, of course. I mean, come on. Yeah. And, but it was so tilting to see that. Um okay, so uh the second defense uh is the uh the Bengals uh at the Browns. The uh I, I prefer the Packers because um A, the um well, not A, A, B, C through Z, uh the Packers are at home and the Bengals are not. Um but the Browns do give up the the third most schedule adjusted fantasy points to defenses after three weeks. Uh that's thanks to eleven sacks and eight interceptions through three games, which is a lot, the experts say. Um uh Cincinnati is um yeah, like I said, is on on the road. So I, I I would prefer the Packers, but if I can get the Bengals, um, you know, it's it's hard it's hard to turn down Deshaun Kaiser just chucking it into triple coverage five yeah. six times a game.
1: <laughs> he's throwing it deep more than all but two quarterbacks in the NFL right now. One of them being Sam Bradford who hasn't played since week one. The other one being Tom Brady who's just doing stupid things throwing the ball deep right now. Um, like I mean the the bottom line with this is that Deshaun Kaiser throws it deep right. But a lot of it has to, like he, he's looking for that deep ball. He's been in the pocket for uh, over three seconds per throw um that's on average that's, that's how long until the time of the throw and only deshaun watson has a longer time until until throwing um that creates a lot of sacks and 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 cincinnati's defensive line is strong um mm-hmm. and, and to get that uh, i i just think that they they have like a they, they might sack him like six or seven times this week
0: yeah yeah you're right you're right about the the this i mean sacks give us the um the floor mm-hmm. so uh yeah that's that's a good point
1: I think that the other the other defense you might want to keep an eye on just to see how the injuries kind of pan out is Tampa Bay. Uh they're going to play the Giants. I know that the Giants looked okay offensively against Philly, but you have to remember that Philly was pretty decimated in the secondary. So just just see how Tampa Bay's defense looks from an injury perspective because they have a couple um but with that being said, I do think, you know, them being at home, uh coming off that loss too. My god, did they look bad. Uh oh. coming off that loss against the Giants, bad offensive line. I think that they could give you some sort of fantasy production as long as they're healthy all right on to quarterbacks so we have we have a lot of quarterbacks to go through because this is a, a crazy crazy week of streaming and i i asked on twitter um would people rather us go through every option at quarterback or or certain positions or just kind of make it smaller and only talk about a few uh, and the majority of people said that they want us to go through everything and i think that's healthy because you know i think that people listen to this show and they say okay I have a process. We have a process in general as we go and look through the waiver wire as to who we're going to play. But it would be great to just hear the thoughts of of mm-hmm. us as to what we're thinking about these players. And this is part of the reason, you know, that we we've talked about before, and I've I've certainly talked about it. Where this show isn't meant to be a ranking show. We're not sitting here saying play this guy over this guy over this guy over this guy. We're trying to give you the tools in order to go out and stream yourself. And, and over mm-hmm. the years, it's been really cool to see people even before the show air, or you know is published where they're coming to us saying, you know, should I play Calmer or Cutler or Palmer? And because and, mm-hmm. they know who the streamers are going to be for that given week because they understand the process and picking these streamers. So that's been a really cool thing. But with that being said, we're going to go through each of these guys hopefully pretty quickly um, because there's a lot of them just because we want to give you guys as many options as possible. And the big thing here too, is that the quarterback position is very flat. It's the same thing as last year. Where there's so many usable options, and as a result of that, you have a lot of different uh, ownership percentages they're, they're they're just kind of all over the place, and we want to just give you as many options as we can because every league just seems to be even more different than it used to be I
0: just point out before we get into this uh, that you just combined the names of Cutler and Palmer to make calmer calmer yes yes and and I think that makes sense to me in some in some <laughs> weird way because. Because, you know, the tilt caused by Carson Palmer, like the guy whose knee could explode at any moment, who gets just banged around like he did last night, and, and the tilt caused by him, and then Cutler, who we, we understand is just King DGAF, combine that, it's so much tilt that you're suddenly calmer.
1: Yeah, two negatives equal a positive.
0: I think that's the, the science, yeah. Yes,
1: yes. All right, Denny, start with the first quarterback, and like I said, we'll try to just get through it as quick as we can.
0: Okay, um, yeah, well, there we go. I'm going to start with Palmer slash Palmer. So Carson Palmer is um, at home against uh, the 49ers. Um, he's still available in about 80% of ESPN leagues. I guess maybe that's not shocking, but uh, the Cardinals are a home favorite with a 26-point total, which is not hateful at all. Uh, and Palmer, since the start of the 2015 season, has averaged twenty five point three fantasy points in Arizona wins, uh, which is um which is six points higher than in losses. Uh and obviously the the Cardinals, like I said, like I said, are favored. My voice crack, like I'm fourteen.
1: Oh yeah. God. People forget that. Oof. Oof,
0: that was, that was scary. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna get hair in my chest within the next eighteen <laughs> months. <laughs> So San Francisco <laughs> hasn't faced a, a ton of passes so far, but they've proven vulnerable through the air, giving up 11 yards per completion and intercepting only one pass while allowing six touchdowns via the air. I am reading off a cue card, if you can't tell. But um, it, uh, it all it all combines to: if you have Palmer, I think you just play him.
1: Yeah, the other thing too is if they're going to be close to the end zone or in the red zone, they don't have that that reliable of a running game. So if they have that big of a total, then you assume that the quarterback is going to have something to do with it given that running game. I love Carson Palmer again this week. Hopefully you guys have been kind of riding him. I mean, there's been leagues where I've just played him every week so far this year, which has yeah. been okay. The last two weeks he's been fine. Week one was atrocious, but uh, week four, I love Carson Palmer against the 49ers. I'm going to talk about the other half of Palmer, and that's Jay Cutler. Uh, He's going to be in London to face the Saints. The Saints have allowed the most 30-plus yard plays in the entire NFL on deep throws this season, so 15 or more yards through the air, um, all while seeing the seventh most deep ball passes against them on average, and that includes last week's game where there wasn't a lot of that going on because the Carolina Panthers' offense is just not very good. Um, Cutler uh, has now heaved it deep on – 24.68% Twenty-four point six eight percent of his passes, and that's the fifth highest rate in the entire NFL this season. Um, you know those throws didn't really convert in week in week three uh, against the Jets, um, with Cutler going three for ten for sixty yards on deep throws. But I think this is the matchup where everything comes together for Cutler. Like I, I think Jay Cutler has an absurd ceiling this week. Um, I, yeah. I know that that he has a scary floor, um, but if you combine the D gaff deep ball. I know that we talk about degaffing gaffing all the time, but he actually is throwing the ball deep at a pretty high rate. You combine that with a possible negative game script or two and a half point underdogs, or even if it's a neutral game script, the, 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 the Vegas total is forty forty nine and a half 49 and a half points. Uh, so this is going to be a high scoring game potentially between these two teams. And I think that just given what Jay Cutler does, we know that he has a big arm. And if he does throw the ball downfield, this is the secondary that you want to do it against because they've mm-hmm. struggled all- all season long, last season, the season. I mean, this is the defense that you want to play your quarterbacks against. So I really like Jay Cutler this week.
0: Yeah, you t- you talked about earlier this season that over the past two years, the average quarterback production against the Saints has been equivalent to what Andrew Luck was last year.
1: Yeah, basically the last, yeah. the last, I think it was either last season or the last two years, yeah. the average quarterback performance against the Saints has basically been Andrew Luck. I mean, this is... Mm-hmm. This is and they're banged up in the secondary too. I mean, mm-hmm. two of their corners didn't play last week, so I'm. That, it was it was shocking to see how bad Cam Newton was against them. But I actually think that's going to keep people off of Cutler because if you combine the fact that the Saints' defense on paper or statistically looked okay to, on th- pass defense wise, and then if you look at Jay Cutler and the fact that he looks so poor, those things combined, people are going to say, "Oh no, I don't want to play Jay Cutler." But realistically. You know, in theory this is a phenomenal play this week. Yes,
0: I agree. Uh this is a shallow play, um and I'm sorry to be shallow, but it's just my personality. <laughs> uh so Alex Smith is out there in just 56% of ESPN leagues. I guess week 1 really had an impact on people, huh? Yeah. Um imagine that. Uh so he's playing uh the Chiefs are playing Washington. Uh it's in Kansas City. And um, Smith, uh, so obviously the Chiefs are favored. Um, uh, Alex has uh, some considerable win-loss splits, uh, a little bit like Palmer, not quite as dramatic as Palmer. But um, since he joined the Chiefs, uh, he's averaged uh, almost 21 fantasy points in uh, Kansas City wins, uh, which is four more points than he does in Kansas City losses. Um, So Casey's a seven-point favorite here with a 28.25 point uh, implied uh, uh, point total which is the third highest of week four um i guess i'm a little surprised but that's significant uh washington is giving up the 10th most schedule adjusted fantasy points to quarterbacks uh and in their only road game of the year jared Goff went for 248 and two touchdowns uh so uh the, oh and one and one other thing uh, about washington is that like we saw um a, a, against the uh, raiders who couldn't produce anything um on the ground or through the air they are vulnerable to tight end yes so i would think that that opens things up for the ghost of travis kelsey <laughs> yeah but to, who didn't you know show up last week as far as i can tell um so no no team has allowed more yardage to opposing tight ends than washington so far so i think that in in at least two or three ways it shapes up as a, as a nice matchup for Alex.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is Washington has defended the perimeter really well to start the year, but they haven't in the middle of the field. And that's kind of where this Kansas city op, they they can get creative. They can get Travis Kelsey out there in space. I I love Alex Smith as a, as at least a floor play. If he's out there on the waiver wire, Um, I'm going to talk about Andy Dalton. He looked better in week three. Um, That basically means that he looked competent in week three. Um, it was actually funny. Like if you, for the, for, for most people, you know, you would look at his, his stat line and be like, yeah, he was okay. But then if you listen to Tony Romo while he was, um, Mm -hmm. broadcasting that while the broadcast was going on, he was just ripping Dalton apart and it was awesome. Tony Romo is so good at his job. It's crazy. Um, but this is a common opponent for Andy Dalton. Joe Goodberry has done a lot of work on common versus uncommon opponents for Andy Dalton Andy Dalton is a lot better against uncommon opponents or opponents that he hasn't played in the last couple of seasons. This is a common opponent for him. With that being said, it's also the Browns. The, the Browns have now surrendered over 25 points per game to opposing offenses this year, and quarterbacks are scoring an average of 19.4 fantasy points uh, against them. So yeah. overall, it's a good matchup for him. Uh, I also think that the, you know the, the biggest thing that you have to question with Andy Dalton each week is, is the offensive line going to be able to keep him upright? Uh, it certainly didn't all that well last week still, but he was able to do more with bill laser as offensive coordinator. Uh, but now he's playing the Browns, the Browns rank in the bottom 10 in sacks and in quarterback hits so far in 2017. So that's a plus for Andy Dalton. I like Andy Dalton a lot this week.
0: Did you see or uh, hear Romo when Geronimo Allison caught that deep ball at the end of the Green Bay game?
1: What? With what? What did he say? Well, he
0: was he was just screaming. He oh like yeah, a, with his
1: excitement for it. Yeah, he yeah.
0: he was just I mean just yelling indecipherable words and 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 Nance is like Jim Nance is like trying to you know narrate the game yeah. like do his job and and I could I could almost see in my mind's eye him you know being like 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 grabbing Romo and be like, sit down, man. Yeah, <laughs> He's exactly. like, he just starts screaming. He was like, oh my God. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. It sounded like you or me just screaming at the TV. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Uh, Denny, before you get to our deep play of the week, I'm going to just briefly talk about another guy to, to play. Okay. It's more of a shallow play. Or not shallow, but it's more of a regular play. Trevor Simeon, um, you know, he was a touchdown regression candidate. We talked about it last week on the show that he was a trap last week. Um, because he had the regression coming. They were traveling to the east to play in Buffalo. They were on the road. Buffalo's looked d- a lot better in the secondary than anyone thought that they would. It's an easier matchup this week. They're playing against Oakland. Um, <clears throat> the Raiders have basically... I mean, they 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 looked atrocious this past week against Kirk Cousins. Um, and you might look at the, their performances against quarterbacks this season and say they haven't been that bad. Uh, but realistically... They they have. I mean, it's it's really just Kirk Cousins has done... They, they haven't played anyone. They played Josh McCown. <laughs> they played Marcus Mariota, who was okay enough. They played Kirk Cousins, who destroyed them. Their third worst, according to number fires, schedule-adjusted metrics in the secondary. I will say this, though, Denny. Here's my worry with Trevor Simeon this week. He's done the majority of his work, production-wise, in the red zone this year. He's thrown six touchdowns in the red zone, which is the most in the entire NFL... And he's also thrown five within the opponent's 10-yard line, which is the most in the NFL. Oakland's only allowed three red zone touchdowns this season, and they've given up just one from within their own 10-yard line. Um, so so yeah. I'm I'm a little worried about how that goes down when they get into the red zone, but I do think that Trevor Simeon is still a pretty good play this week against a, a pretty bad defense.
0: Denver's at home, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. If they were on the road, I would feel a lot different too, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think that Oakland defense is bad enough to maybe – Give up a couple to him, but yeah,
1: agreed. All right, Danny, give us the deep quarterback play of the week.
0: Deep play. Uh, I emphasize deep, Deshaun Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, uh, who went nuts against New England in negative game script. Um, he's uh, at home against the Titans right now. It looks like the game is what do you call it? A pick 'em when neither team is favored, yeah. So you know, that the the line is not really a, a concern too much. Um mostly I'm interested in uh in in Watson's uh Konami appeal, uh Konami Code appeal. Uh he rushed eight times last week against New England and after that's after rushing five times in week two against Cincinnati. Um uh, and then if you just talking about the matchup uh against the Titans, when you adjust for strength of schedule, no team allows more fantasy points to quarterbacks than the titans and only the patriots have allowed more passing touchdowns uh this season than the titans um so i think you can you can do worse but i don't really i mean if you're in a 12 team league unless unless you just have like app like certifiable league mates who are hoarding quarterbacks i don't see a scenario where you're starting watson
1: yeah totally uh, at tight end, I'm going to start with Cameron Brait. Uh, I mean, look, it, it comes down to if a tight end is playing the Giants, you're going to want to use yeah. that tight end so far, starting tight ends at the face of giants have ranked third, seventh and third in weekly PPR scoring at the position. Uh, Brate hasn't played the most snaps though in that Buccaneers offense. So if you're a little bit worried about that, I understand OJ Howard's been playing more snaps, but according to pro football focus, he's run 11 more routes than howard has and he's seen three more targets as a result of that um so i think that he's just the obvious play as the pass catching tight end in that offense to go up against that bad giants defense or at least at defending the tight end position
0: uh, route running is is an important uh, you know thing to look at when we're talking about tight ends. So, yeah,
1: because yeah, cause uh, a lot of tight ends, you know, what, what people don't always realize that a lot of tight ends, you know, they have a dual purpose. You know, Eric Ebron's not going to run as many or is not is not going to be on the field for as many snaps because he's mm-hmm. not necessarily always the primary blocking tight end. So that's something important to look at whenever you're analyzing the position.
0: Yes, yes, a ton of snaps means nothing if they're if they're not running routes. So. Right. Um. Just to reiterate exactly what you just said. So the uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep the uh Jared Cook train rolling. Question mark. Uh at Denver. Why Oakland. not? Oakland is at Denver, like we just said. Uh so he he is also playing plenty of snaps and um uh getting good opportunity. Uh he has five, six, and six targets over three games so far this season. And <clears throat> tight ends against Denver. Now this is skewed uh a bit slash a lot by Jason Witten's <laughs> week two explosion. But um tight ends against Denver average uh, six point four receptions on seven point three targets uh per game. Um I guess the idea is that um the ball has to go somewhere mm-hmm. and if the you know if the receivers are locked down I know Crabtree is 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 dinged up um Amari Cooper retired uh which is very <laughs> sad uh at the, at the young age of, of twenty one years old, he's he's done. So um so you know, I, I do you know, the they their car's gotta go somewhere and the the matchup is right. So I like Cook. I have to say I'm playing Charles Clay over over Cook. Um I, I think that Clay Clay's opportunity is some is has made him someone who I just kind of plug in.
1: At yeah, this point. I agree. I mean, tight end is such a dumpster fire. Like it, it, it Charles Clay is going to be like a top five tight end because it's such a dumpster fire and he's just seeing a lot of work.
0: It's like last year. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Rudolph was tight end too, not because he had a fantastic season, but because the position was was an abomination. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, it's such a bad position right now. Like Austin Hooper's like tight end. He's like a top 10 tight end right now. And it's basically off of one play yeah like it's crazy um so jared cook I, the other thing with jared cook i i tweeted some stats about amari cooper and michael crabtree against the broncos today since they've been since crabtree has been a raider and obviously since amari cooper was basically drafted but they average like 35 yards per game each against the broncos uh over the last couple of seasons uh yeah. going up against them it's it's a funnel defense in terms of they have great corners so it just kind of goes to the middle of the field and that's why tight ends are viable against them yeah. Um, uh, the last tight end I want to mention is Jesse James. Uh, Baltimore has not had that much success against tight ends this season. You know, in Week One, Cincinnati tight ends didn't do that much against them. Uh, but Tyler Eifert's been banged up. Uh, they don't really have anyone at that at that position. That that Croft guy is there. Um, but uh, in Week Two, the Browns' duo of tight ends caught five passes on eight targets for 88 yards and a score. And then last week, Mercedes Lewis became Jesus Christ himself and went absolutely nuts against baltimore it was the most ridiculous thing that i've ever seen um but i'm i'm sorry that's that's alex smith I wasn't comparing I, I, to- yeah
0: i was gonna i mean the, 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 that was my shock was that you called someone else right right yeah Jesus. yeah i shouldn't i shouldn't have gotten that far i apologize um, um by the way uh um we talked before the show about maurice jones drew before before the Jaguars game in the morning uh saying that or will you go ahead and, and Yeah, and he
1: said he said like the clip that I saw was that they said who's going to win and who's like the MVP or who who who's the sleeper. I don't even know what what the category was, but he said Jaguars win and Mer- Mercedes Lewis is like the dude. And the one woman that's standing next to her that's sitting next to him in the studio just starts laughing. She's just like oh! <laughs> And so when she did that, so that I don't I don't know what the handle is of the guy, but that Cole guy who does the the videos for the Jaguars and for Jags Twitter, basically is for,
0: it is it Cole Hartley? Yeah,
1: I think. I think so. I think so. They're they're unbelievable videos. There's there's no fan base that's more self deprecating than the Jaguars fan base. There's there it's it's the most incredible <laughs> fan base that I mean they came at me once, but I've grown to just just respect the hell out of them. Six. I do too. Yeah. Um, but the the video is amazing because it like does like a remix of the woman's laugh and just like makes fun of it. And it's, it's good stuff. But Jesse James, Denny, he hasn't had bad usage at all this year. He has 17 targets in three games. He has 12 catches and he's, you know, we just talked about snap counts and them not mattering, but if he's seeing volume, then it's, it definitely matters. He's played 86% of Pittsburgh snaps. It's the sixth highest snap rate of all tight ends in the NFL this season. So <laughs> You have you have again. This is a defense where you have two good corners in Baltimore. I'm not saying that they're going to funnel the same way that it might against Denver, especially when Antonio Brown's on one side of the field. That the according to you, the number two wide receiver yeah, for the Steelers. Let's relax. Yeah. yeah, but uh, they it, some of these some of these looks could sincerely just kind of funnel to Jesse James this week. I think that he's a really intriguing play, despite the fact that I don't really like the Steelers' offense. Maybe outside of Le'Veon Bell, if the. Uh, if the line is still banged up for Baltimore, but um, I, you know, I, I think that Jesse James is pretty intriguing.
0: I don't. I don't hate it. I don't know how many routes he's running, but I, I'm guessing it's a lot since no one else is on the field.
1: Yeah, 17 targets. I mean, that's that's huge. Uh, you know, I should just mention also Vernon Davis if Jordan Reed is out because he's going to see great usage. But to recap, Vernon Davis, Jesse James, Cameron Brate, Jared Cook, and if Charles Clay is out there, then go ahead and play him. Uh, deep play at quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Then we also have Alex Smith, Trevor Simeon, Andy Dalton, Jake Cutler, and Carson Palmer. We're basically naming a quarter of the NFL, FYI.
0: Yeah, we're just going to co- go ahead and cover our bases. Go ahead and name the other quarterbacks. Yeah, okay. Too, just, all right. Good. Dak Prescott, um, no, no. Yeah, so, right. Rodgers, Brady, they're good, they're good plays. Um by the way, um oh, no, I forgot my my train of thought. Oh shoot. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay as a deep play at defense. All right, Denny. If you think of your thought, you can just interrupt me. Okay. Randomly while we go over the Twitter questions. We have some Twitter questions though. Some of them are good. Some of them are kind of meh but some of them are good. Sorry. Sorry, people. I'm just, I'm just kidding. If
0: you, if you contribute to the Patreon account, we will not call them Matt. This, anymore.
1: this first one is from at Keith stiff or sliff. Sorry. I'm looking at my other monitor, so I can't read as well. Cause it's kind of in my peripherals. Maybe I should move it a little bit. Uh, when is CD Carter 13 coming out with his own solo podcast? What is it going to be called? i think the, I, the people need it denny I, I
0: if if someone wants to record me ranting and raving or just like talking to myself for an hour and then and then do all the technical work you know i'm i might be into that i In profits i'm sorry but i'm not yeah well I, what profits there's no profits
1: yeah no, um, yeah yeah and it's fair
0: no fair. one's paying for this garbage and and uh uh i can like i said i can barely like open my laptop in the morning uh if you know i can i can my 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 16 month old daughter uh is talking into the the apple tv control uh saying sesame street uh where i don't even know to do that so um when it comes to the technical stuff i'm sorry
1: this is the impediment fair fair enough this is at beer and blank our friend melinda did you know that the LTS podcast has the least skipped intro song in podcasting history? It has to be the only one that people sing along to. I'm so glad that this is still a thing.
0: It is a thing. People like it. I was watching football on Sunday with my brothers-in-law, all three of them. Uh my um my one brother-in-law, uh uh my one brother-in-law Patrick, he listens to the show. Hello Patrick. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope you're well. I'll see you at our, our mother-in-law's. Hey,
1: podcast. Patrick.
0: Hey, Patrick. <laughs> uh, my my other brother-in-law, Victor, was not aware that I do a podcast. So d- despite I've, – I've told him this 20 times. Right. Uh, so oh, Victor oh, doesn't listen well. So, yeah. No, v- Victor hasn't heard a word I've said since uh, the first Obama administration. I'm sorry <laughs> for getting political. Um But, uh, so, so he says, uh, so Patrick mentioned the theme song and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we have a theme song. And Victor goes, what's the theme song? And I look at him like, wait, you want me to sing it like in front of people? You want me to just bust out and start (laughs) singing it? Thankfully, before I could humiliate myself, which cause I was about to, uh, Patrick takes out his phone and starts playing (laughs) this song. So thank goodness.
1: Nice. Every time I've done that for people, they're like, oh, so your podcast is, Really awful. Yeah, right.
0: And and as it was playing, I could see people being like, uh, "Is this for real?" Or <laughs>
1: right, is this like a is this like a a children uh, a podcast for children? Is this like is this yeah. like the Wiggles? Like what is what is going on? Because it's it's kind of has that vibe to it. The intro has that vibe.
0: I was at a party on Saturday night where someone said, someone came up to me and was like, "I saw you wrote that Rise and Grind kids book." And I was like, what? Oh my God, is that what they like, are? yeah, it's a children's book, right? It has like animals and stuff. I was like, um, well, um, um, the thing is, uh, no,
1: but <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> but thanks. Thanks for not buying it. though. No. That's amazing. This next one is at DB Feld. Is it a crime to take your commish hostage until he agrees to eliminate the tight end position from the league settings? We're at that point, right? Like it's so bad. Tight I, end is am... so bad. Yeah, I'm banging that
0: drum for sure. Um, it's
1: actually—I will say this: our streaming tight ends. I can, I can publish this too on on our account. Our streaming tight ends have been unbelievable this year.
0: Like they've been pretty good.
1: They've been fire compared to like what other tight ends are doing for teams. I guarantee you that our consensus tight ends, on average, are over or better than a top five tight end right now.
0: Uh, which is shocking because, uh, last year I think tight end was just, well, like we said, it was, it was, it was terrible all the way around. No matter if you got a guy in the fifth round or waited until the last round, it was just all, all around bad.
1: Yeah. Right. It it just did not matter. Uh, this next one, alt FF player Steelers D versus the Ravens or live the stream. Uh, I'd live the stream. I don't like the steel. The Steelers are on the road. Um, I, I just, I don't think they're a terrible play. 'Cause Baltimore's offense didn't look very good at all, but I'd rather play the, the defenses we talked about. Yeah, I'd rather have the Packers for one. I think I'm gonna sneeze pretty soon, so I apologize if that happens. <laughs> okay. We've never sneezed, we've never sneezed on this podcast. It'd be a first. This has been a
0: sneeze-free zone <laughs> yeah, for, for four years, and you're about to ruin it. I'm sorry, do I'm doing sneeze. my best. Do it. Don't no, do it.
1: I hate you. <laughs> I hate I hate holding in sneezes. Next one, at Bear Maulings. Who would you prefer rest of season? Terrell Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like bear maulings? <laughs> yes. These are the people that listen to our podcast, Denny. This is the demographic okay. that we have brought in to, to, to listen. Uh, who who would you prefer rest of season? Terrell Pryor or the mangled corpse of Roddy White brought back <laughs> to life by a, venge- by a vengeful necromancer?
0: <laughs> oh my God. That got dark. That got really dark. <laughs> I, mean, seriously like, I thought that was going to be like, like prior or Tyrell Williams. I mean, not
1: <laughs> it was not prior the or the, the mangled corpse of Roddy white brought back to life by a vengeful, by a vengeful necromancer. Unbelievable. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Next one at CR underscore football. Hang on to baby Tron a few more weeks. Also Alex Collins worth an ad. Um, The baby yeah. thing. I look guys, I can't, I can't like, talk about this enough like i i liked baby tron from more of a dynasty standpoint this season sure he might have redraft value but i wasn't buying into that as much it's more so that i liked him as a prospect a lot and it was just fun to do the baby tron nickname uh he, he, look he's, he's the third or fourth option in that offense for the year maybe even fifth if you count theo riddick so you mm-hmm. can i think i think it's fine if you want to get rid of him it depends who you'd be adding alex collins i'm not buying into that garbage i'm not buying into alex collins as a as a relevant thing in the ravens backfield which is not a backfield to begin with like it's it's buck allen or log out because buck allen is going to catch five passes a game boom uh
0: and alex collins is
1: also not good
0: whoa that now that that could be um that's pretty hot to people i look on twitter i see alex collins for mvp chance yeah people
1: yeah that's true i mean i'm I it's it's a little hot it's a little hot some of your computers might have lit on lit in flames after i said alex collins is not very
0: good and, and look, buck allen's gonna catch you know, seven passes for upwards of 17 yards yeah i mean look no. buck allen is the reason you play ppr leagues oh yeah ty montgomery uh um he had um eight catches for 13 ppr yeah, it's, points it, yes
1: yeah, it ridiculous something ridiculous what? like that that now talk about tilting that's tilting yes Next one at B mud rock zero four is the need for Snead in the flex spot better than Parker garbage time. My God, dude, take off your new balances and send another tweet, but no, seriously is, is Snead. Who would you play Snead or Parker?
0: Uh, in, in, in Parker's matchup, uh, Parker.
1: Yeah. I think it's Parker all day. I don't mind Snee's matchup at all, but he's also coming off a of suspension. We don't know how he's going to be used. Uh, next one at yumming wow 79, uh, or yeah, that's, that's the handle, uh, big Ben or streamers this week. So yummy wow
0: 79 is just 10, 10 too high, but, um, <laughs>
1: I look. I, I tweeted. I tweeted stats about Big Ben at Baltimore over the last few seasons, and he's been atrocious. I would not be playing Big Ben this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no. I. I mean, if you're like waiting for an epiphany, you're going to be waiting for a while. I think.
1: Yeah. This next one at Chris underscore Quick. He just said, "Are you guys old enough to remember when fantasy football was fun?"
0: I am not. I'm actually not old enough. It's always. It's always brought me sheer misery.
1: Yeah, that's very fair. I, I still love fantasy football, even though
0: people don't want me to. Well, no. I, yeah, no, no one wants you to. But I, I, um, I love August. That's, that's yeah, actually, August
1: I, is a lot of fun.
0: I, I love August. I love drafting teams. I love like the process, talk about like how to construct a roster and all that stuff. I like that a lot. I, I you know, I mean, playing in season is fine, but you hear my, you hear my tilt montage. Does that sound like a happy person? No.
1: Yeah. Very fair. At our Wilkie 24 anybody else have difficulty taking Doug Baldwin seriously because his name is Doug? Never thought of... You know, I don't think of Doug Baldwin as a Doug. Same with Doug yeah, Martin. I don't think of Doug Martin as a Doug.
0: Um, when out, you say, out
1: of context, yeah, that, I, I don't think we should take him as seriously as we do.
0: Right, right. Uh, it reminds me of a character on Twin Peaks uh, called Dougie Jones, uh, who is not a character to be taken seriously. So... Uh, now, yeah, now I'm tilting a little bit about Doug Baldwin. <laughs> I'm tilting
1: as well. Next one at Knuckle Pop. Now that roughly a year has passed, what is your stance on Q-tips? So when I saw this question from our our Pal Ross, I, look, we talk about so many things on this podcast that I don't even remember. Like, you guys remember way more of the, about the things that we said than I do. Like, way yeah. more. I'm. Assu- I think we talked about Q-tips at one point though, right? Because did we talk about like? How they clean? Did we ever talk about like cleaning ears with Q-tips and stuff? And well, yeah,
0: because they were not meant to clean. Right, ears.
1: they're not good for. They're not. You're not supposed to stick them in your ear. It's a right. bad thing. We, we did we both agree on that when we talked about it?
0: Yeah, you stick them in your nose. Yeah, you, no, I, mean, I
1: don't <laughs> you stick them. You stick them <laughs> we yeah. won't go
0: there. Oh, hey, hey family, 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 family podcast. podcast, but um, the. Yeah, well, but I I have to say I sometimes give in to big Q tip and my ear like my inner ear is itchy as hell and nothing um w- feels better than than just just you know getting that Q tip just on the very like edge of the ear. I mean I'm not like shoving it into my brain, you know. <laughs> right, um, There's
1: just blood gushing. Out. Uh,
0: unless unless I've streamed Jay Cutler, in which in which case I'm I have like six or seven of them just jammed into my ear. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I have to say that it doesn't, it doesn't feel awful.
1: Look, I don't mind the feeling. I just, it's, it's bad for me specifically because I need to, I get my ears cleaned because they're so messed up.
0: Do wait, do you use, um, so messed up? What's wrong with you? I just have to get,
1: they just, I get, I have to go to the ear doctor. I think I talked about this before in the podcast and if not, then yeah, man, I, I have to. The, the feeling of, of having a full ear of just having earwax in your ear and having it getting sucked out is amazing.
0: Oh, you know, okay. We, I do, I'm recalling this conversation. I think I talked about the time when they had to poke my, the inside of my ear with a very sharp thing and then vacuum it out. And it was so painful that I was, I was openly weeping in the <laughs> doctor's office, <laughs>
1: like, like crying like a child, like a like a small baby. <laughs> It doesn't, uh, they, uh, they they have better technology now, I promise you. Next one.
0: Ooh, this wasn't,
1: this wasn't, this wasn't in the 80s.
0: <laughs> this, this was, this was, uh, this was five, seven
1: years ago. Next one, at Eggs Pasta, Hunter Henry or the streamer? Two people asked us this, by the way. I don't know how the hell you can play Hunter Henry right now. Wait, what?
0: Oh, no, stop with Hunter Henry. Yeah,
1: just stop with Hunter uh, He's the least predictable player on the face of the planet right now. That's it. Uh, this next one's going to be, going to be interesting at Mr. Tomner. What's your take on sandals with jeans? Oh,
0: well, are we, I mean, are we going out or are we just like,
1: just give your take. First of all, no, no Jesus sandals with jeans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. None of that. So sandals with jeans. Uh, I I hate sandals. I would never same. wear them.
1: Okay, we're on the same page there. I wear more like like slip on shoes, basically. If I'm if I'm, if I'm rolling that uh, yes. way,
0: exactly. Uh, also, my feet sweat too much. Uh, it's a lot of information. Yeah, that's but...
1: good. That's good. You can just let it out. Yeah, but let I. It then I but, but yeah, yeah, no. But
0: and then it, they get sweaty, and then I slip out of them to the point of putting myself in danger and putting my kids in danger almost. Because <laughs> if I'm carrying them and I slip out of the shoe i'm i'm going down so you don't
1: wear you don't wear flip-flops or sandals because of the the danger right i mean look, big flip-flops trying to hurt my kids i'm not i'm not allowing it's yeah, it. not my that's home. fair big flip-flop is is coming after you after you <laughs> everyone remember that next one at cam code urinal small talk at work yay or nay well you and i both work from home now so we just talk to ourselves whenever we're being well,
0: the the answer is nay. Yeah,
1: I agree. First, I agree with that. I, what, what do you what What would you ever talk about to, that it wouldn't be awkward? Be like, how, I, how what, about that game this weekend? Like, no, you're there. No, there's no reason for it. I, I,
0: you know, you know, you you keep, you know, like like you're working. You keep your head down and focus on the task at hand. And then when that task is over, then you can talk about it. What do you What are you going to be like? Man, oh the, the the coffee hits right when the coffee hits
1: <laughs> like I mean, wa- uh, washing my- your hands totally fine cuz you're you're kind of staring at each other in the mirror while you're washing your hands so like it's you you have to recognize yeah. the other person if you know that person yeah. or just say like yeah. hi or like nod your head like do the little do you when you nod you nod up right like you're a you're an up nodder
0: uh, let me see uh like oh yeah yeah, yeah like I if you yeah, nod I
1: down am. you're basically saying like 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 be my my my, biatch.
0: <laughs> I didn't think of it that you know, way. You're like <laughs>
1: kneeling down. What are you like? Like I dream of genie. Like what? What is this move of of nodding down instead of up?
0: I'm not. I'm nodding down right now to you. Yeah,
1: it feels like it's like a, a some like military command.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, up. You know what? Up is um almost like a more like open gesture. Yeah, it's because you're you're um,
1: exposing your your neck and your body.
0: Well, like, um, like when people, when you wave hi, like the 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 gesture of hello is supposed to, like, for for like the the primitive self is supposed to be opening your hand to being like, my hand is open, not closed. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah, right. Like, like th- like this. Right. So, so, so I guess that that, that motion makes. Yeah, now sense.
1: I just flick people off whenever they say hi right
0: well but i mean yeah no i don't i would never talk to anybody at 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 the at the urinal because anything you say is going to be awkward so don't
1: do it next one at d tree 173 what's the proper way to end a phone call one goodbye preface with a take preface sorry it's he spelled take t-a-e-k because you're the worst denny and so (laughs) so I i thought he was saying something about a take but he said preface with a take care have a great day. Hang up as soon as you're done talking. So, how do you end a phone call if you're talking on the phone? Who talks on the phone these days?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, well, I do because my parents constantly call me.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but okay, I'm always jealous of people on TV shows and movies who don't have to say anything to end the call.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Where they're they're just like like uh, like like yeah. That's you know that that's the way it'll go down. Click. <laughs> right. And it's not. And but 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 both parties understand that that's the end of the conversation. Now, if someone did that to me, I would call back and be like, "What the hell did you just do? You just hang up yeah, on me." Yeah, they
1: need to they need to make like a like like a, an episode of like the Blacklist or something when they're like like ferociously like trying to go after this like murderer or yeah. something like that. And they need to like have half of the episode be about the drama of how someone hung up on the other person.
0: Right, right, yeah, but like I just, I just think it was rude. <laughs> Look, we're trying to stop a nuclear attack, and but it, that doesn't mean that we can't be nice and polite to each other. That's all I'm <laughs> right, saying. Right.
1: I think mine is, uh, mine's. I, I say, uh, take care, or have a good one.
0: Have a, have a good one. Um, uh, I, I, or peace I, tend to to say, I, I tend to say, I tend to say later. Later is another one. I, no, I don't say later. I'm not I don't surf, so I don't say later. I say later. Um, what do you
1: what do you have what do you have against later?
0: I'm I'm just saying I'm not I'm not waking up at eleven AM and eating tacos on the West Coast <laughs> like all West Coasters do and then surfing all day. I'm not, and saying later, dude. I'm you know, I I think I say Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bye-bye.
1: You're a bye-bye.
0: Bye bye, <laughs> like like I'm talking to a baby. Bye bye,
1: <laughs> guys. Never talk to Denny on the phone, or else you're gonna feel like a child by the end of the conversation.
0: I'm be like, all right, mom. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I do that. I love yeah.
1: the uh when it's awkward, like when you're when it's an awkward hang up, like you're trying to figure out like when the. Um, cause a lot of times I'll, I'll be like, okay, you know, like a, a signifier that mm-hmm. the conversation's coming to an end and then like, no one knows really what to say. So there's just like a, okay, mm-hmm, aha, uh-huh, mm-hmm, bye-bye. Like, it's, it's, that's how it goes down all the time.
0: <laughs> it's so, yes, it's so much, especially on, um, uh, on, on Skype or, or whatever, you know, video yeah. conferencing thing you have. And if you don't know the person and you're like, I'll see you. And then you do like the quit thing, but then the screen <laughs> yeah. pops up. But so you're still you're still on there and you're like, "Oh, okay. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Yep, yep. Good talk. Good chat. Yeah. See you later." And you're and you're like, "Should I hit enter now and then cut it right. off? Like is the person done?" I I have stayed on Skype <laughs> with people for like 11 minutes trying to say bye before.
1: Denny, by the by the way, when we well, for, fortunately, Denny can't really see me right now because I'm floating head JJ, which which happens every podcast in the fall. That's just how it goes. It's now it, it's now dark. It's now dark on JJ's, and I can see his mouth moving. I see his teeth. That's <laughs> right. it. I have white teeth. What can I say? Uh, this next one, at L underscore Quint, he says, "How do you feel about guys getting pedicures?" Man, we are getting some some heavy questions today.
0: I uh, I'm I'm good with I mean my nails look like crap so I I need one. My
1: wife would love for me to get a pedicure with her. I have never had one. either. I've never had, either. One. I've never had one either that. in my life. But hey, I mean do you man? Well, do you? I'm not I'm well, not going to yeah, stop anyone well, from from cleaning themselves.
0: I'm I'm listen, I'm all for grooming. Everybody everybody needs to groom themselves and if you have nice na- nails and you know more power to you that's like if someone well first of all it's a very gendered thing obviously, but um it the same goes for like um eyebrow eyebrow maintenance um yeah. like if a, if a guy is like not just taking care of the middle part i mean i'm not talking about anything else i'm just saying don't have don't do the unibrow yeah. if they do no one would blink an look, eye look i live that life
1: that. i live that life i got freaking caterpillars above my eyes you gotta you gotta take care of that's that that stuff right. i'm sure you you could have a unibrow in the next 12 for hours sure. if you yeah want. for sure uh next one at Ricky G Jr. twelve Cam Newton or live the stream? What I can't play Cam Newton. I, I drop Cam Newton.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not no. Uh
1: next one at Tom C. Whalen. Uh what does JJ plan to do with the money that he no longer has to budget for pants? My I, I actually took a picture of my shorts that were off whenever Jay Cutler threw that touchdown on Sunday. And I on didn't Twitter. see that. Yeah, put it on Twitter. Denny Denny's the one who introduced me to to uh taking off pants while tilting. So he's the one who who probably has saved the most money from from tilting. Yeah.
0: No, I mean yeah, I haven't worn uh, uh pants outside the the home in uh in 7 years.
1: Uh next one, at I need ff help. Derek Carr or the streamers. Carr plays Denver. I would not play Carr.
0: Yeah, I, I would I would fade. Uh,
1: Jimmy Graham or the streamers. Jimmy Graham plays the Colts. Kind of an intriguing matchup for him. It's not,
0: yeah, I like I like Graham. I mean, if he's healthy,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, this last question, we'll go with uh, Melinda again at Beer and Blank. She says, "What teams do you see as the biggest fraud so far, whether good or bad?"
0: I mean, your Steelers.
1: You think that they're better than what they've done? How they've performed? Oh.
0: Maybe I misunderstood the question.
1: I mean, I just don't think that they're good. Oh, okay. Okay, Denny. I'm sorry. What? I'm going to say I'm going to say the Rams. I think the The Rams are I'm saying that the Rams are fun to watch. Yeah, but I'm saying that they've played the 49ers, the Colts, and the and Washington, okay? The mm-hmm. first 3 weeks of the season, all beatable defenses. Okay? They didn't even look that great against Washington. They looked great against San Francisco and Indianapolis. They have a stretch against great defense. It's not this week because Dallas' defense isn't that good. If they can get through that stretch, I will, I mean, look, I'll tell, I mean, I, I'm mean, fine with being wrong about Jared Goff. That, that can happen. Right now you can see my palms too because I'm talking with my hands a lot. Uh, I'm fine with being wrong about Jared Goff. I'm just saying I need to wait and see as an analyst how he performs against teams that can actually pressure the quarterback.
0: Uh the the one thing I appreciate about uh Sean Sean McBay, as the Rams fans call him, uh, is that he's willing to do things to score points. Yeah. And I, I know that's I know that sounds funny. That sounds funny, but it is kind of rare for a coach to be like, We're going to do anything it takes to put points on the board, because that's not how most teams operate. Most teams operate with like a standard procedure. Like if we can't put boards on a uh, point Points on the board this certain way, then we are not going to do it at all. And that's not the way that they're playing. I like that. Yeah,
1: for sure. All right, Denny, that's going to do it for the questions. Why don't you let everyone know where they can find you?
0: Yeah, at CDCarter13 for the uh, top 1000 Twitter account. And uh, (laughs) check out out one more time. We won't do this every week, I promise. Patreon.com backslash living. Stream. Thank
1: you. And I'm JJ Zachary. So you can find me on Twitter at late round QB. All my work over on numberfire.com and my other podcast, The Late Round Podcast. Everyone, enjoy the tilt montage that's about to drop that you can hear in your ears in just a second. I'm going to just keep talking and rambling so that you can't hear it. Enjoy the tilt montage though, and good luck in Week Four.
0: It's Week Three, one thirty nine PM in the only. Legitimate time zone, the Eastern time zone. <clears throat> and um, things are not horrible. Um, but uh, Jay Cutler has not done any of the things, which which we were hoping that he would do some of the things at least. And he has not. Um, so in a week where Brian Hoyer and Jared Goff and Blake Bortles are going to be Top five quarterbacks. Um, uh, we're gonna see uh, Cutler uh, just totally uh, crap the bed, or maybe light the bed on fire with a uh, an unextinguished a uh, cigarette. So I am I am tilting over that. Uh, also, the um, the idea of Deshaun Kaiser uh, has done nothing so far in the first quarter. Against um, the quote-unquote Indianapolis Colts, uh, that's fine. This is fine. I'm hardly, I'm hardly, I'm hardly even sweating at all just talking about that. Um, so it's good. It's good. Here's something that's not tilting. It's 1:46 p.m. Eastern time uh, when someone called. Kalen Clay for the Buffalo Bills catches a long pass from Ty Goat-Taylor. And you hear the TV scream, And Clay has it downfield and a big gain for Buffalo! And you turn your happy face to, to to face the TV, and it's not Charles Clay. So I'm just making that clear a big a big gain by clay for the bills is not charles clay i'm fine i'm not even tilting i'd like to preemptively apologize for the gravel in my voice today uh and my occasionally cracking voice as if i'm 14 years old uh i went to a um uh, a greek a greek engagement party on saturday night That was, let's just say, very loud. The bazooki was extremely loud. And um, I had to shout the whole time uh, to fire off my hot political takes um, that people seemed to love. Uh, They loved it so much that they just started walking away. Um, But uh, that's why my voice sounds like it does. So leave me alone. It's, uh, 2.39 p.m. Eastern Time, and I can confirm that my body is ready for Mike Evans' Garbage Time production. Uh, definitely, definitely ready. I'm ready for 15 targets. I'm ready for two touchdowns. Give that to me. Feed that to me. Thank you. It's, uh, 3.05 p.m., and, uh... Although my body was ready for Mike Evans' Garbage Time production, uh, that doesn't seem to be happening. So, so fuck me, I guess. Gah. Oh, hey, look. Touchdown Bucks. Not Mike Evans. Uh, I'm, tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting. It's uh, 343 p.m. Eastern Time and I've taken a, a nature walk because the jade cutler tilt was too much too much to bear it was uh, shredding uh, sh- shredding my emotions my psychological well-being um, just my being actually and just slowly tearing at it and I think it's a collective thing as well because all you chumps who listen to Living the Stream, um, I can feel your pain. I can feel, you know, your pain is resonating with me uh, on Twitter and, and, uh, and off of Twitter. I, I can just feel it. So I am, I am one with you as I'm walking through, through the woods here. It's a beautiful day. It's actually ridiculously hot and I'm sweating like a freaking pig. Stupid nature! The mosquitoes are biting me. It's dirty and nasty. My God! Oh, nature's the worst. I'm tilting so hard. Kill me. You know, speaking of tilting, it has been uh, quite a joy for me these last 48 hours to see uh, stick stick to sports Twitter, uh, tilting to the upside down. You know, enter the. Uh, the instant death tilt um, as uh, sports and politics collide head-on, and I would suggest uh, to those people who want everyone to stick to sports, to sprots, uh, to maybe um, read up on the, read up on the intersection of sports and politics, and days like today. Uh, Won't shake you up so bad So be less of a dumbass And that'll work out for you in the long run Bless Tilt It's uh 10.06pm Eastern Time The only legitimate time zone And uh I'm curled up on the floor Shaking, trembling Uh Almost completely naked uh, tears uh, streaking my grizzled cheeks. And uh, uh, Derek Carr has 32 yards at halftime. That's a, a total of 32. Not 32 rushing yards. He has 32, um, I think you would call them, passing yards. Thir- th- 32. And Amari Cooper uh retired after the first quarter, as far as I can tell. Um, he had a great career. He had that one really good game. And then the one game that wasn't horrible. Um, so I think, I'm pretty sure he's a lock for the Hall of Fame at this point. But uh, I'm just watching the game almost on mute uh, tilting until I just become one with with the earth uh, hopefully that will happen soon I can just sort of melt into this floor that I'm lying on and uh, the pain will uh, be over uh, 32 yards for Derek Carr at the half Two yards. I'm tilting. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long. It's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out makegroundcubing.com. Hope you come back. We share about the teams, and as we live, live. In-